Hey, hello, 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 everyone. This is, of course, Cheryl Gallagher with Creation Conversations with Cheryl. And it is Thursday, March 18th, 2021. Thank God for 2021. <laughs> um, and with me tonight, um, it is evening for me. Uh, I have a really, really good fellow massage therapist friend, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. So, take it away! Hello everyone, my name is Anne-Marie Lapps. I'm a licensed massage therapist. I'm also a licensed esthetician. I've been working for about 20 years now, and mm. uh, yeah, it's a long time. Um, it has been a wonderful time, wonderful career, helping people, working with people, changing their lives, and making them feel better. Yeah. So today, um, basically, well, actually the other day when Anne-Marie was working on me, which was absolutely wonderful, thank you, You're um, we were talking and I realized I've done two years of podcasts and um, I'm a full-time massage therapist and never done one on massage therapy. <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe it'd be a really nice idea to talk a little bit about this field of massage therapy. I know you know, you might know anything from like, oh, you've had a massage, it's relaxing, to maybe you've had an experience where you've had some different sort of work. Um, Anne-Marie does some different things, and I'm going to let her talk about that a little bit. But I want to talk about benefits, uh, obviously, and then, you know, and we can talk a little bit about our experiences as a massage therapist and also, um, you know, as receiving. So, so yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about massage therapy. Um, what that looks like, what that is, and you know, if you guys have any questions, I will give you my email at the end. And then Anne-Marie also, I'm going to set you up at the end because you have a nice little side gig going on too. So do, yes. um, let's talk about your journey, Anne-Marie, into massage therapy. Like, yeah. how'd you get started? What prompted you? What excited you? And sort of where you are now. Yeah, so... Uh... I guess going back about 20 years uh, to me in college and trying to figure out what to do with my life. <laughs> and um, I always knew that maybe I wanted to be a physical therapist. And so I decided, you know, when I got in college, I was going to major in exercise sports science and minor in health education. And that was going to be my plan. Once I got done, I was going to go to PT school, but that's not what happened. <laughs> so during college, I got into personal training um, I really grew to love the anatomy of the body and working with the body, stretching the body, massaging mm -hmm. the body even then too, because I would help clients in between sets and reps and stretching with mm -hmm. stretching and massaging them so that they could recover for more work to come. So that is kind of where I really got, I guess, my first taste of massage because I had a wonderful um, coworker who was also a massage therapist and she kind of egged me on a little bit um, to look at that as a uh, profession as opposed to physical therapy because that was um you know going to get a master's degree and um i just was not at that point in my life when i got out of this college i didn't really want to go back to school so i want to take a little break so then my mother said to me you think you should you should try massage what do you have to lose so i did and it just was such a fit for me um i was able to use all the tools that i learned in college and spent a lot of my parents' money on and <laughs> then bring it to the massage table and in uh -huh. the massage world, 
um, and you know really be able to uh, learn more about the body and how it works and the musculature and the physiology of it. And I am kind of a science geek, so I was that just is say, like you were such really, an anatomy geek. Way yeah, me, but it's great. <laughs> that is like really like what I love. So mm -hmm. I like to you know dissect things layer by layer. And um, I guess I've worked at three or four different spas in my career. Mm -hmm. um, and currently now I'm actually taking a little break. So take care of my kids and all this COVID craziness and, you know, homeschooling talk stuff. Talk, talk about your side gig real oh, quick. Oh, yes. And, and my side gig, I'm currently uh, making cold processed soaps and body butters and lotion bars and bubble bars and bath bombs and all these wonderful little treats for your home, for self-care. For your so body. That, for your body. Still so body. you can take care of it. <laughs> keep that skin nice and moisturized and hydrated because it's the only skin you have. Yes. Well... I mean, yes. Well. <laughs> We're not going to go right. totally yeah, on the other end of that. Um, cool. So what did you find was really beneficial, like, when you received massage? Like, mm. Well, I mean, you know, obviously there's people, different people work differently. And I, for the longest time, just loved deep tissue. Like, get mm -hmm. an elbow in my back and just get out all of the funk that builds up there like that's just <laughs> how what I loved but right. then as I you know received more mm -hmm. um, I found that there are other things that were extremely beneficial like myofascial release um, really helping to work on the connective tissue so that the muscles release better mm -hmm. um, so that you get um, longer time between massages where you have relief um, and I think that's really the key for most of us is to have the most yeah. amount of time to have relief. So let me really quick add in there myofascial release because most people hear myo what and they have no clue. And so what you said, it, so myofascial is connective tissue. So I always tell everybody, imagine you have saran wrap and it's wrapped around every tendon, every ligament, all the muscle tissue. And that is what Anne-Marie's talking about, about fascial tissue, and it can get bound up and it can get, you know, funky. So the idea is to release all of that connective tissue to help open and expand the body in very different ways. Um, that kind of work is very different. I do also do myofascial release. Uh, it's, when I say different, it's not your normal Swedish. It's not your normal, you're gripping and moving the muscles and effleurage. It's not those types of... You usually don't yeah. use any lotion or oils with it. It's right. only dry tissue um, mm -hmm. so that you can manipulate it a little bit better. Right. And it's, stretch it. Right. And I always... I'll, another way I explain it, if you've never experienced it is... Have you ever had an Indian burn when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. That's definitely <laughs> and a that, good way to describe it. And that, it. like, that... Oh, that like, burning yeah, sensation. Yes. And it's... And actually, I've also experienced myofascial release more recently, I've noticed, in yoga. Mm -hmm. So I'll be doing, say, a chest opener, um, and then all of a sudden I feel this, like, itchy burning sensation around my chest area. I'm like, oh, wow. And I can feel the tissue expanding and mm -hmm. opening up. So it's it's... It's not muscle. It's, again, it's a very thin connective tissue that wraps around everything in the body, organs and everything. So, you know, opening that up can create a whole different, you know, session, you know. Um, it's just very different. So, Yeah, it, it also could help with mobility. Mobility, obviously, mm. in your joints and helping to open things up so that you function better because ultimately when you have bound connective tissue, you can have a lot of dysfunction in your body and you wonder 
why am I not moving well? Why is, why is my hip sticking when I try to lift it up? Why is my knee sticking? Why mm -hmm. are my hamstrings so sore? Um, a lot of times it's, you just have really sticky connective tissue. And um, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, just getting a Swedish massage or a deep tissue massage is not going to completely loosen it the way that you need it to. Right. And that's why I know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've always emphasized with my clients, stretching. Yes. You need to stretch between your sessions. Absolutely. It is vital. And I will give examples and show people. And if you do it, great. I will say that most of the people that have, well, I will say all of the clients that have listened who have done their stretches and came back in saw much more benefit than those that decided, oh, I did it a couple of times. Okay, that's fine. I'll work on you for an hour every day of the mm -hmm. week, whatever. And the thing is, if you do your homework, right. so let me, let me talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Home regimens. <laughs> Home key. Are so key. <laughs> we love. To, I love to give homework. Home homework uh, or home play or whatever you want to call it. And because if a lot of clients come in one hour a month, yep, that's the norm or sort of the average, I would oh. should say. And some do ninety, some do an hour. And that hour versus how many hours do you have in your your day, your week, your the entire month? How much of that is going to it's going to make a little tiny bit of a eh, difference, but it's not going to do as much as if you are coming either more regularly or mm -hmm. you're stretching and doing your own, like you said, you know, self-care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just think about it when you go to the chiropractor's office or the physical therapist's office, they always give you homework. You always have homework with them. You're doing exercises, you're doing stretches, and you're not wanting to do them, but they're crucial and beneficial to the recovery and the healing process. Right. Oh, oh my gosh, it's huge. And I've seen, I gave, um, I have a client and some years ago he had, so on the bottom of your feet, you have muscles, you have tendons and the tendon, if you can imagine, I know you know this memory, but for those out there visually, so imagine from your big toe all the way down to your heel, there's a tendon that runs there. And this tendon for him was popped out. It was so tight. And I was like, uh, would you mind like doing some toe stretches and I'll show you what to do. And I showed him and he did it religiously. I see him every two weeks. And I went back two weeks, that tendon was completely released. It wasn't even, I was like, wow, it does work. <laughs> it does work. Um, so yeah, um, so I know I've talked about my sort of step into massage therapy. It sort of found me. Uh, years ago, I actually almost went into acupuncture. And it just sort of like was like, hey, massage, massage, massage. And I really actually did not enjoy <laughs> doing massage, get, receiving, absolutely, doing massage, I got really bored in the beginning, and I was like, yeah, this is like, ugh, okay, I'm rubbing this body, yeah, cream, yeah, okay, that's good, and then something happened between getting married, having kids, and deciding to stay home, and everyone's like, oh, you're good, you're good, I'm like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> and then I came back into it, got divorced, I was like, I need something. So I'm like, I had my license, I reactivated it. And I was like, all right, I need to make this happen. Mainly because I was single now and I had kids and I needed to make money. So I started at a salon um, over in Aberdeen here in Maryland. And I was like, oh, that's not too bad. You know, you know, doing what I gotta do. And then somewhere for me, at least with all the different types of reflexology, and we can mention some of the different modalities too. Um, I would go through this things started to evolve for me on the table. So 
massage, you'll hear about massage and you also hear probably about energy work. And there's a lot of people that do like Reiki, chakra balancing, access consciousness. I, I, Zero there's, balancing. Yeah, um, cranial sacral. Mm -hmm. There's a, a ton, a ton of different modalities for energy work. And I realized that the body is not just the body. There's way more, like you said before, layers. There's lots of layers to it. And once I started to sort of uncover these layers and realize there is not just a physical component, there's a mental, emotional component to it. And you know about the Samurai, because I've talked to you about it before. Um, that changed everything. And I got excited for like the first time, like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I would be talking to people on the table. And once sometimes we would relate, oh, I'm getting tingles in my head. I, we would relate something like going on in their body. Um, the first experience I really can remember is a lady came in and she was supposed to get an appointment with me and then we just never, you know, matched up times. And then she, I don't know, texted me, emailed me, whatever. And we got her in and she was having all this anxiety. And then she had this like rash like on her stomach that popped out and I was like um okay it was like lower abdominal and I was like um can I work on your belly like I, don't, I won't work where the rash is I'll work around but there's a lot of emotion that we hold in our stomachs and I talked to her about that a little bit and you know about what was going on and what was this and anxiety and things that she was experiencing and finished the massage she left and like the next day she said to me, called me or text, I don't remember which it was, and she said half of her rash like went away that night. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. And so how much of mentally and emotionally is all tied into yeah. this? And I don't want to like take too much from the massage physical part, but there is a, it's a huge component. And Absolutely. For me, it got me so like, yay. Well, our body so. manifests stress and what we're dealing with in so many different ways. And I mean, the one thing I always take from yoga um, is that, you know, your hips, your hips are extremely energetic. They're the largest joints surrounded by the largest muscles mm. and they just naturally hold energy and they naturally, that's when you're, when you're, you know, feeling emotional, that's ah. where it all goes. And so, you know, I know when people are coming in with a lot of low back stuff and uh, gluteal yeah. stuff and hip stuff right. that, you know, that's when it's time to say, so what else is going on in your life? Right, right, because and right. <laughs> there is an emotional component to it, absolutely. Right. And sometimes just letting somebody like release or vent on the table, like you know, and there's so many. And I know you probably were told this in massage school, like you know, that people could release on the table, they could cry on the table, and I was always like, oh, okay, well, I've had that. And, you know, I've never had anyone be angry, so that was good. Uh, that's good. I hope that never I hope that never happens. But, I mean, angry, like, at me. You know, misogyny. Don't be, like, coming at me. Um, but I've also experienced, well, one, actually, this past week, and myself, a laughter release. And I told you that the other yeah. day. And so laughing to the point where you're just moving things and it's changing things in your body. And so, you know, what we're talking about here is massage gives you that opportunity, that space to get into the body, become aware of it. And that's one of the big things that I notice. Mm -hmm. People can become way more body aware. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
especially after a few months of mm-hmm. getting massaged regularly mm-hmm. and they know the way that their body feels and yep. how they feel afterwards, how they feel right before, you know. Right. And then, you know, I know for myself, and you and I begin on a regular routine, thank goodness, woohoo. Because yes. some of my last clients, I said, well, who massages you? I said, well, her name is Anne-Marie. She's really great. <laughs> She's like, oh, I said, I just had a massage the other day. Um, but I believe in it, too. It's so, oh, and just... The importance, and we talked about the two, is the importance of touch. Mm-hmm. Just to have that that nurturing space to be touched, because not everybody. I have a client who is seventy eight, and like other than doctors, I don't know if she's ever been touched. Yeah, she's never been in a relationship. She doesn't have kids. You know, she may hug occasionally, but it's like it's huge. You know, it's human connection, and and that space is also. I mean, how much this last year. Yeah. We haven't been allowed to, well, we're not Touch supposed people. to. Yeah. Yeah, or be close to one another. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the whole, you know, one of those things that I think a lot of people, um, I had some friends or some clients that I was close to at the time during quarantine that would reach out to me um, because they were having emotionally tough times and, you know, mm-hmm. they just needed an escape because the Lord knows not many of us had many escapes or the escape that we needed, whether it be exercise or vacations or just, you know, being able to go and vet to a friend at their house, you know, without having to worry about X, Y, and Z. Um, so, you know, well, and that's the other thing that we provide, um, not just touch. I mean, that's huge, but a safe space that these four walls, there's nothing like, that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I tell my clients, even husbands and wives that come in one after the other sometimes, I'm like, look, this is a safe space. This is sacred. And I'm not going to go blabbing to your significant other or anybody. Like, this is your stuff. Now, I might share stories to people like I've done with you, Anne-Marie, um, or on this podcast about experiences like the one that I just told you about. But I'm not, I don't want to divulge who or when. Like, that's, to that's me, not- that's that's between me and the person that came in and it's um so you you get that space as well yeah. like it's, it is it's almost like a, it is a therapy session yeah i mean yeah you absolutely i mean listen we're very close with people a lot i mean they're <laughs> on our tables with no clothes on under a sheet pretty much you know and they right. have to have a lot of trust and faith in us as people to um mm-hmm. to trust us to work on their bodies and to help them yeah and you know with the COVID and everything, honestly, my business has like, it's skyrocketed. And I know that a lot of it is mm-hmm. the fact of wanting, yeah. desiring that connection, desiring that space and be, to be touched. Yeah. It's okay. It's allowed. So yes, please, you know, rub me down. Yeah. <laughs> Take me away. I just want to, you know, and again, it gives you a space to not be stressed. You can just be. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will share, and I'm sure you probably have some too, a couple of like maybe not so great massage experiences I've had (laughs) in the past. Um, And, you know, so what I'm saying is if you've had not a great experience, well, don't let that stop you because there are good people out there um, that know what they're doing and really care. So, you know, you know, I had one where, you know, someone's not present with you. That's huge. That's the only thing. You have someone who is... you're captive audience. Like we are with you for the hour, 90 minutes, half hour, whatever you have with us. And I had a lady, you know, I was laying on my back and she was working on like my pecs, my chest, and she wasn't paying attention. 
and she just kept going and well it became more instead of just my chest but like my breasts and my nipples and I was like <gasps> like I left there feeling actually pretty violated because she wasn't present with my body she didn't even realize what she had been doing she was yeah. on automatic pilot and it was just yeah so I'm saying this partially because you know I have not had great experiences but I've learned from them right I've learned okay that's not okay you need to be present with people. Um, it's it's just it's so important. Um, I don't know if you want to share anything or you don't have to. <laughs> but um, I mean, you can give more yeah, the I benefits mean, too if you want. I've definitely had massages where I definitely didn't feel like somebody was present, or you know, maybe their their training was lacking. Um, and you know, really, it's sometimes it's even just hard to get out of my own head when I go get a massage. Like I have to remind mm -hmm. myself. Relax, get out of your own head, enjoy it, <laughs> just receive. Um, and that's mm -hmm. the other thing is just allowing yourself to receive, mm -hmm. to lay there and receive the work um, and to realize that this is the one time where nobody's going to ask you to do anything. All you get to have to do is lay there. Well, yeah, we tell you to flip over. We well, have to it. flip over. And I always it, tell her, but... I'm like, this is, you got the hard job. Like, flip <laughs> over. And then someone will whine. Oh, I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> just <Yeah>. flip over. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how much do we receive? I mean, we could, that's a whole nother podcast. Right. Um, and so, yeah. So when you receive, I mean, when you're able to just be and receive, it changes. It can, it's changed my whole world. It's changed my life. Absolutely. Um, and so sometimes what I'll do is I'll also guide people to lower your walls lower your shields you don't need to be like on guard just let it down it's a safe space and you can just again receive and i've done that mm -hmm. well when i'll add in and i know i've done it with you too it's and add in energy work and when you're trying to like massage somebody and they have a fortress up it's like nothing's getting through if you can allow yourself to relax and i had somewhere earlier like just relax relax some more then the muscles also release. Yep. And you know, when you get into your breath, and I noticed that a lot of people have issues holding. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Like, like you know, you go to hold their arm okay. and they just kind of hold it up. Yep. It's like rigor mortis style. <laughs> right, or their neck and they lift their head up for you. And yeah, like, no, let that go. Just yeah, let, it's yeah, gonna feel just, much better just, if you just let just, it go. Just let, me, just let me hold your head, it's okay. But it's, it's so foreign to receive yeah. and to, there is an element of trust. It's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of people, I think, um, that say that they don't like massage is because they have trust issues or they ah. just don't like the idea of somebody touching mm -hmm. them in that mm -hmm. sort of way. Um, which leads me to another thing. There are other types of um, modalities oh, and yes, massage that. that you can get yourself into um, that don't involve having to take off, off any of your clothing. Mm. Um, Thai massage is one of the greatest ones. It's one of my favorite ones because I do Thai massage <laughs> and it's fantastic. And I do mine on a table because um, the facilities that I've been in just haven't had Thai mats. But um, if you go to Thailand or go to somebody that um, has a Thai mat, they'll do it on the floor and you just get to wear sweats and they'll put their feet and their hands all over you and twist you and contort you in all sorts <laughs> of ways that... That it's like you took a yoga class and didn't have to do anything. I mean, how much better? I mean, that's that's fantastic. How do you get better than that? 
Yeah, and you know, the Thai people really believe in like suppleness of the spine. It creates, you have um, longevity. I mean, so, I... so keep that spine mm. supple, people. Stretch. <laughs> And maybe get some Thai massage. Although yes. some people are probably like, oh, that's wonderful. And some people are probably like, oh, God, that sounds yes. horrible. <laughs> so there is some manipulation. But, yeah, I mean, people are physically stretching you. And um, mm -hmm. and it's passive. So you really do have to lay there and relax. But, mm -hmm. you know, how often does that happen to your body? And sometimes, right. you know, it's exactly what it needed. And you just didn't know it. Yes. So Thai massage. What are some other things? You do, you want to talk about cupping? Yes, I also do cupping. Um, a lot of people are, you know, have heard of cupping. They saw the, the marks that Michael Phelps had um, on his back when he was in the last Olympics. Um, they're the bruises, they're circular. Um, that's your traditional cupping where they stick the cups on the skin and they create a suction. It has a lot of blood flow and toxin release and that's what creates the actual bruise or discoloration. It doesn't actually hurt. It shouldn't ever hurt um, the bruise that is once the cup is removed. But if it does, then you've gone too far. Um, but I personally like to use um, silicone cups that have a little bit more movement to them. I, per I personally don't let my cups sit as long on people. I prefer to move it around. Um, I let the suction um, move the muscle tissue and really the connective tissue. It creates space in between your layers so you get that spacing between the muscles, between the connective tissue, between the skin, and it, the release is wonderful. And we're back to myofascial release. Yes, back to myofascial <laughs> so, work again, people. Yeah, so, okay, let me talk about, like, so Anne-Marie cut me for the first time uh, the other day, and I had a very, I don't wanna say negative, but not a great understanding, first of all, um, and, and Marie and I were talking about it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to try this thing. And because the way she described it, like she just talked about, was that it doesn't, it's not supposed to hurt. And it didn't hurt. It actually felt really good. And it was like, whoo, someone's just pulling up my like skin on my back and like moving it around. And I was like, so I did look at my back. Like, was it that evening or the next day? I don't remember. And yeah, it was a little discolored, but it wasn't like terrible looking like someone had whipped me. Right. Um, and it did feel like, uh, I can't describe it. It was, just, it was looser, mm -hmm. and I did have, like, more range and more mobility, and I had pretty good range, but it was really, it was good. So yeah. I was like, ooh, I have to do that again. So what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of things out there that we might be like, well, but when you find someone who knows what they're doing, well, is willing to sit with you for at least a few minutes and talk to you about what it is, then, you know, ask them questions. Um, you know, if you're interested in massage therapy, or, you know, to receive, you know, and you don't have anybody, then, you know, ask around and then sit down. If you have a good massage therapist, they will sit with you, answer any question that you have, and they will talk to you about, like, what their, the session runs, how it works, and here's the thing, the person's in control. Right. Absolutely. You're yeah. always in control. Yeah. The clients don't usually, I mean, I know you know that, but it's like, People know that, but it's like, it's really true. Yeah, yeah, you're naked on the table with the sheet, like you said. And mm -hmm. it's like, you're, they are in control. So don't ever let a massage therapist, if anyone's ever, you know, like said, oh no, you need to have this pressure. You need this. Right. No, 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 no. If you are in control, stop that session. 
you know? Right. Um, first and, and foremost, this session is always about you first. Yes, absolutely. So it's nothing to do with, I mean, it does have something to do with the therapist because they're working on you, but ultimately <laughs> maybe a little bit, it's but, all right. about you. Right. And you know, and you know, I know people have told me before they've had a therapist talk. And the entire time. The entire time. <laughs> I thought Emory never experienced that. <sighs> and I know you are awesome about that. Because I know sometimes you and I get chitty chatty. And the other day I was just like, I need to zone out. And yep. you just let me go away. And that's how it should be too. Mm -hmm. And I'm always reminding my clients when they come in, we can chat. Or if you need a session to be quiet, then do that. Because yep. that's it's your session, not mine. And some people do like to do that whole conversation thing and all. And I still remind them, look, this is your session. Do you want to go away? And I had some of the day, man. She was snoring on the table. <laughs> she was. And we chat some and she was like, ow. And she was, she's like, she gets up and she's like, oh, I needed that. Oh, yeah. I really needed that. That was, oh. So, yeah, body awareness. You get to relax. You get to de-stress. You get to receive. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, um, so I'll talk a little bit about like there's reflexology and that's the theory that your feet, your hands, your ears, you know, you work in those areas and it reflects to all points in your body. Right. Um, and there's been scientific study and research for that. I already kind of mentioned energy work. That's a broad topic, but there's a lots of ones that we could break down at some point if we want to do that. Um, geez, hot stone therapy. Oh, I used to do a lot of hot stone, I have to say. People really do like hot stone, and I found a lot of people, especially with tight muscles, would really like it, and I would use it first, just sit the hot stones on their back, mm -hmm. especially if they've got back tightness or wherever their tightness is, sit it there for a little while, work on another area, come back, use the stones to help work the muscles a little bit with the stones, with my hands. The heat is right. phenomenal. Heat right. is always mm -hmm. a good helper. Right, yeah, because it brings blood to the area, circulation, and it warms it up for us so we mm -hmm. don't have to work so hard. That's right. <laughs> and sometimes I'll use hot towels. I've been doing that for the winter and throw a hot towel on someone's back, maybe to start, or maybe at the end, depending on how much I worked. Um, so yeah, so I know there's some generic, I'll say generic, but like range of motion, uh, depression, this is a mood elevator. Like there's so many things that you can research, oh, what is massage good for? But I'm just, we were trying to hit some of the points that Maybe people don't talk about as much or just what a session kind of looks like. I mean, I use cream and I use cream. I and do. Yeah. Some massage therapists don't. They use oil. And so also ask a massage therapist what type of, you know, what do they use. So cream doesn't leave you usually as oily and greasy or whatever. Like some people use oil and they really like to load it up. <laughs> I've yeah. had that as an experience before. And that was not very pleasant. It was squishing between my toes. <laughs> little much <laughs> yeah just a bit um so yeah i mean uh, i can't think of anything else i mean i wish we had people here to ask us questions know, right? but we're trying to just give you a sort of a an idea of what it looks like um and you know anything else that you have thoughts well you know given that we are still in technically a pandemic um oh. massage helps with immunity it really does Thank um, you. so that is an important thing to remember and obviously move ele mood elevation. So those are all things mm -hmm. to remember when, you know, we're going through these more difficult times and, um, that there are outlets if you're hopefully in a place where, you know, all of your massage, uh, uh, salons and, um, 
Yeah, health places, places are open. Are open. I, I don't know how every state is, though. Right. Obviously, in Maryland, we are open. We have been open since June. Thankfully, we have had no um, mm-hmm. closures. Um, thankfully, you know, for the most part, I think you can rest assured that if you come to get a massage, you're in a safe space. It's very clean, very sanitized. If you want to wear your mask, you wear your mask. Um, yes, and that's how I work. I have a HEPA filter now. Um, I do allow people to like to pull the mask down face down just so they're not feeling suffocated. Right. Um, you know, I wear a mask, you know, and yeah, everything's sanitized in between appointments. Uh, people wash their hands when they come in now. And between my appointments, there's space, so there's not anyone usually bumping into each other most of the time. So, and where I'm at in my office here in Bel Air, it's just, it, there's not a lot of people coming and going. No, it's quiet where you are. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I it love is, it. It's it very nice. Such a gift. It was great. So, so yeah, I can't think of anything else uh, to add. I'm sure after this is, I hit stop, I'll be like, oh, oh yeah. I should have added that one thing. But then we can have, things. we can have to be continued. And that's okay, that's right. too. Um, well, thank you so much for, Absolutely. My for joining me. And uh, this was a lot of fun. And um, if you guys, uh, I'm going to let Anne-Marie, um, I'm going to give you my email, and I know I've done it before, but if you're interested and want to know either more about massage or, you know, if it questions, uh, shoot an email, eq and a-n-d soul and bodywork at gmail.com. Uh, look me up. And then Anne-Marie, her little soap stuff, do you want to kind of, where they could find some soaps for you? Like, well, what, right now you how can, can find they get them, a hold of you? Yes, right now you can find them at Cheryl's um, place of business here. <laughs> and um, I'm currently working on my Etsy store, so... Um, but I am on Instagram at Annie Marie, A-N-N-I-E... M A E R E E. Got all that? You got all that? Yeah. Or my email address is annemarie.laps at gmail.com. Cool. Awesome. So, again, thank you so much. And everybody out there, have an awesome day. And don't forget to schedule your massage. And have a great weekend. Yay. Hopefully, we get some sunshine. Woohoo. All right. Adios.